to you all in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, our Savior. I want to welcome you to my daily podcast. My name is Gabriel Adbayo, and I want to thank you for joining me this morning. Hmm. I want to speak to you from a story that I I love very much from the book of um, Gospel of Luke. Gospel of Luke. I love this. I love this book. <clears throat> I love this story rather. I love this story very well. That this story is one of the story that gives me an assurance that God is able. God is able. And I want you to have that at the back of your mind that your story is not completed until you feel the touch of God. Your story is not completed. You cannot finish your story now and write yourself up and think that it's over. It is not over. The Lord has just begun a good work in your life. And because God has just begun a good work in your life, is the reason why you're feeling this way. That's why things are like this, because God is reshaping you. God is resetting your future for you. And because of that, of course, things is not going to be in the same manner. I, after God spoke to uh, through the angel Gabriel to speak to a man named Zechariah who is married to Elizabeth and the Bible says that they were barren it, it, to me it seems as if I've never read this story they were barren they were barren and they were stricken old and one day as, as, as Zechariah was performing his duty as a priest to burn the incense according to Lot because the Lot was casted and the Lot caught upon him that he was going to be, it was going to be his household that would be um, um, officiating that, that day. And in the midst of that, the Lord God appeared unto him and said, your prayer is answered. You're going to have a baby. He disbelieved God. He doesn't believe God. And because he doesn't believe God, the Lord God said, because you doubted me, you're going to become dumb and deaf. Hmm. Now, he became dumb and deaf, really. But that's not what I want to talk about. That's not what I want to talk about. I want to talk about the after effect when he, when, when Elizabeth had the baby, and John, I mean, and, and his name was called John. But what Zechariah said after that, when he began to prophesy to this same God, is what I want to talk about. <laughs> now, the, the verse 50, the verse 64 of Gospel of Luke chapter 1 says, and his mouth was opened immediately, and his tongue loosed, and he spake, he spake and praised God. Now watch this now. And fear came on all that dwell around about them, and all the same were noised abroad throughout all the hill country of Judea. All they that heard them laid them up in their hearts, saying, What manner of child 
shall this be? And the hand of the Lord was with him. And his, and his father Zechariah was filled with the Holy Ghost and prophesied, saying, Blessed be the Lord God of Israel, for he has visited and redeemed his people, and has raised up an horn of salvation for us in the house of his servant David, as he spake by the mouth of his holy prophets, which has been since the world began, that we should be saved from our enemies and from the hands of all that hate us, to perform the mercy promised to our fathers and to remember his holy covenant, the oath which he swore to our father Abraham, that he will grant unto us that we, being delivered out of the hand of our enemies, might serve him without fear, in holiness and righteousness before him all the days of our life. And thou, and thou child, shalt be called the prophet of the highest, for thou shalt go before the face of the Lord to prepare his ways, to give knowledge of salvation unto his people by the remission of their sin, through the tender mercy of our God, whereby the day spring from on high visited us, to give light to them that sit in darkness and in the shadow of death, to guide our feet into the way. And the child grew and washed on its spirit and was in desert till the day of his showing unto Israel. This was this was the prophecy of Zechariah. Zechariah busted out praising God. He began to dance breaking, <laughs> so to say. He was jumping up, for God has done the impossible. Can I ask you this morning, or whenever you are listening to this, is there anything too difficult for God to do? Have you seen anything too difficult for God to do? I have never seen that which is difficult for God to do. But I want to ask you, is there anything, is there anything that you can say that this is too hard for God to do? If you know it, I think you should let us know that. But the Bible tells us in the book of Jeremiah chapter 32 verse Verse 27, he says, Behold, I am the Lord, the God of all flesh. Is anything too difficult for me? God is asking the question through Jeremiah. Have you seen anything that is difficult for me? I, I am talking about the creator of heaven and earth. I am the creator of heaven and earth, God said. He said, I am the creator of heaven and earth. I make happen what I, what I pro- propose to happen. And no one can stop it. There is no one to liken me with. Neither should, neither there is, neither, neither is there anyone to compare me with. I am God all by myself. Is there anything in your life that you are thinking of and you say, God, why, why is it taking this long? When are you really going to visit me? Do you even know that I'm going through this problem? What, what is it that you think I'm going to do? Do you even know that I have difficulties? Why, why do you answer my neighbor and you didn't answer me? Why do you visit my cousin and you didn't visit me? Why, why is my pain so perpetual? When am I going to get relief? But if these are your questions that I've just asked, then I ask you again from that book of Jeremiah, chapter, chapter 32, verse 27. Behold, I am the Lord, the God of all flesh. Is anything too difficult? for me is anything too difficult in the book of Genesis chapter 18 verse 14 he says is anything too difficult for the Lord 
at the appointed time I will return to you in about a year and Sarah will have a son. This was his word to, 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 to Abraham when he, um, when he was asking God, when am I going to have a child? Let me ask you this. Can I ask you this morning? Have you been worried about some things? Well, worry no more. But the Bible says we should cast all our care upon Him. All our burden. Everything that you might be worrying, might be disturbing you, that you're worrying about, cast it upon God. Why? Because He cares. Because He cares. I have never seen anything that God cannot do. As a matter of fact, one man put it right. He says, anything God cannot do is not in existence. Has not been created. So what God created, he do. Have you ever seen any dealership, like let's say a Mercedes, uh, Mercedes car dealership? And let's just say that they manufacture a car and then and then there's a problem that is recalled from that car and they cannot solve that problem. No, it's impossible. Remember, they make that car. So they should be able to fix anything that is in that car because, because it is their handwork. Exactly. The same thing that you see with God. God said, if I created it, I have power over it. He has power over you. And your problem is none of God. Your problem is not hidden from God. So don't look at God as if he has forgotten you or he doesn't remember you. I want to lead you in prayer as God has led me through this morning. Now I want you to pray this prayer gently. Dear Lord God, I, I, I trust you. I know there is nothing you cannot do. I know there is, there is no anything in this world that is too difficult for you to do. So I submit myself to you this day. I ask you that you lift me up. I ask you that you dry my tears. I ask you that you touch my sons and my daughters. I ask you that you touch my family. I ask you that you touch my wife and my husband. I ask you that you touch the works of my hand. I ask you that you touch my business. I ask you that you make a way for me where there seems to be no way. There is nothing too difficult for you. I believe that. So I submit myself and my case to you. It may be difficult in my eye, but it's not difficult for you. Teach me to trust you. Help my unbelief. Teach me to wait on you. Help my impatience. I ask this in no other name. But in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, I say you. Amen. If you have prayed this prayer, I have no doubt. And don't worry yourself anymore. Keep on praying and keep on waiting and keep on doing what is right. And you will be visited by God. As a matter of fact, God is nearer than you think. God bless you.